0: All right, we are live for the Friday edition of the Mike and Mario Show. Excited to be back. Looking forward to connecting and talking about this past week's events, as well as looking ahead as we get uh, ready for that next Fed <laughs> announcement in a couple of weeks. But anyway, Mario, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, Mike. And what about you? How are you doing? I am doing extremely well. Apart from the weather getting a little bit chilly here, but I'll take it. But other than that, uh, can't get no worse, man. Only can get better. So... Uh, looking forward to talking about some events of course right now it looks like the metal sector is doing extremely well outside of all the issues dealing with debt as well as what's happening in, uh, in japan and you name it so uh, i guess that's probably one of the most important uh, subjects as of right now because it could be the front runner for more events especially dealing with uh, the uh, contagion in the debt market because debt is uh having its uh woes these days but uh other than that let's jump into that man i'm g- curious to get your thoughts on that because you're you know a bond expert and so i uh, want to definitely get your thoughts on how this could be a pivotal pivotal moment uh for what we're experiencing but let me pull it up on the screen here so bank of japan loses con- control of the bond market as a new yield curve control ban breaks amid selling tech could this be a contagion to hit the rest of the world mario
1: well, you know, uh, about a month ago when they uh, surprised everyone by lifting uh, the cap for the 10 year JGB from uh, 0.25% to uh, to 50 uh, basis points or half a percent, I actually said that uh, they're going to have to lift that uh, cap very soon uh, because uh, all other government bond markets are, you know, it's a bear market. So they, 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 they can't keep. Uh, that um that cap so uh overnight uh i think it went through like 50 basis points it went up to 56 basis points which Mm -hmm. doesn't sound that much uh, but but it is in in terms of percentage and and move and what that does it it, that uh, you know that forces the bank of japan to print, to do more QE, to buy those bonds, to get the rate back below half a percent. And I think they've done already almost $150 billion of QE since they had to uh, lift that that cap of 0.25. So what that's done is that that strengthened the the yen massively and weakened the dollar. Is one of the reasons why I think the precious metals are going higher as well because the dollar is weaker. But also the euro and the and and the the pound are weaker versus the yen. Uh-huh. And uh, yes, like you said, it, it could uh, create contagion in all the other government bond markets because in the last few years the Japanese savers they've been plowing. Uh, money into uh, treasuries into european government bonds uk government bonds because they they're getting better returns but now with the yen strengthening Mm -hmm. and their yields going up they're going to bring a lot of money home and uh yes uh treasuries (laughs) that would be a problem because the the japanese have just over a trillion in treasuries they've already unloaded about 200 billion and uh that could force the fed to do some kind of uh Not QE, (laughs) just to keep interest rates from rising. I I know uh, the 10 year yield has dropped a lot recently, but it could start rising very quickly. So, um, there's an old saying, I think it was John Connolly, he was the secretary of the treasury under Nixon. He was the guy as well that uh, got shot with the magic bullet in in Dallas, (laughs) and he was at a conference in uh. In Europe, when he was Treasury Secretary, and someone asked him about the dollar, he said, "Well, the dollar is our currency, but it's your problem.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so, you know, <laughs> the uh, the Amer- Americans are not usually used to currencies, you know, because the dollar is king. But I think it's really important to look at what's happening in the currency market uh, yeah. that affects all other assets.
0: Yeah, and I an article here through this article here and. The Things they mentioned was in about inflation concerns in Japan and itself, and the need they want to try to um, uh, provide more for wages and things of that nature. So I'm assuming are they having some inflation issues? Yeah. Or not? That's something I hear about much. But assuming that to why they're trying to you know, yeah policy changes as well.
1: Yeah, I saw a headline uh, story this week. Uh, I don't know if you heard of Uniqlo. I think they're a big uh, Japanese. Mm-mm a uh, closed store department store uh, they're having to raise salaries uh, for people working there by 40% and the reason that's happening is because the yen weakens so much yeah. and uh J- Japan is heavily dependent on foreign source of energy uh because they they're a mineral poor country and a very small country of course relative to their population it's only you know they've got 140 million people and it's a uh, densely populated with very little resources. So, yeah, um, the strengthening EN is going to help uh, get the uh, price pressures down because yeah. their uh, imports are going to be uh, cheaper. But the problem is they depend a lot on exports. So uh, their exports uh, are going to become more expensive for you know people buying stuff from them right
0: right so clearly here here's a little chart here uh going back to january last year so even though this number you know is 4% that's from what we're being told even though we see the upward trajectory so therefore uh, all that the extra yen printing has to go somewhere
1: yeah i mean it, and i would say that the japanese they probably doctored the the cpi <laughs> 100% so you could probably add 1% to that 3.8 probably <laughs> or like 5 or 6
0: yeah, man. So these guys, are all, you know, every government, every every central bank is all in the same game. I think just with the QE still underway in Japan, like it just goes to show no matter how much time goes by, it doesn't work. It only causes more internal problems. And we're witnessing that right now. And so uh, it's definitely going to spill out. And so yeah. you're saying that the, the, the possibility of Japan under entering more stress, needing to sell off treasuries. Would be one more reason why the Fed would pivot or do you think they're going to use an excuse outside of all the other economic factors that show that a pivot is coming? They're pretty much adamant that they're going to get to this next and and it's going to be a long, drawn pause, supposedly, because they're making it. They're they're talking like they're not going to pivot no matter what, even if something breaks.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're going to pivot in the uh, in in how people. Used to yeah. look at a pivot. They thought a pivot would be they're going to stop uh, raising rates. They're going to cut. They're just going to start QE to try to get the stock market up. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was reading uh, the latest from Zotan, a Posar from Credit mm-hmm. Suisse, and, and he seems to think that QE now will only be used to control uh, bond yields, Treasury yields. They're mm-hmm. going to be just like the Bank of England did back in uh, September. When we had the, the guilt crisis, they yeah. they stepped in and then they you know they stopped and uh, they calmed the markets down. But uh, it just goes to show that uh, they have a a problem that is in, an intractable problem, mm-hmm. and, and they're going to pretend that they're going to be uh, tough and that they're going to keep rates uh, high, that they're going to keep doing QT. But at the same time, they're gonna, it's gonna be like a fireman is gonna come out sometimes and do a bit of QE just mm-hmm. to put uh, to uh stop a crisis. Because yeah. uh, you should you sent me something about the uh the US budget deficit yeah. for December is the highest ever so. Yeah. They can't afford to let uh, government bond yields to rise too much because those interest payments are going to make the debt
0: and the deficit, or the deficit and then the debt even worse. Yeah. And speaking of which, I'll pull out an article up here, but here's another little headline that caught my attention. Uh, I said, the days of giant rate hikes are surely past Fed officials, but they won't be cut anytime soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, they could be wrong because uh, about 18 months to two years ago, they were saying that uh, They didn't see any rate hikes up until 2024. And here we are in 2023, and they've had to raise. So just like uh, they were wrong then, they could be wrong about that as well.
0: Right. Right. And that's the thing. Uh, There's always unforeseen events or market activity that they have to try to navigate or to control that forces them to have to respond in some unforeseen manner or predictable manner, rather. Um, Let me find an article real quick about... uh, Man, I thought I had it up here because it was a very interesting article, but uh, the debt is always going to be a problem if I can find it. But give me a second. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, let me grab it real quick. But I think I thought it was a very good article. I uh, will skip it. We'll come back to it. Um, speaking of which, uh, central banks taking on debt and they're all underwater. for The most part, everybody's underwater, everybody who's went through an interest rate binge. They're all, for the most part, the assets on their balance sheet now is basically sucking hot air, and uh, it's going to ultimately it's reflected in the currencies, of course, because they're going to have to do more policy implement, implementations to try to navigate that. But uh, with Switzerland, we got Canada, Australia, uh, the Federal Reserve. <laughs> so- yeah, I think
1: England. Uh, we uh, they lost 11 billion last year, and uh, the Treasury had to to cover that, which means the taxpayer. Yeah, the problem is that with the QE, um, these central banks, they bought loads of government bonds, mm-hmm. um, mortgage-backed securities. In the case of the Swiss National Bank, uh, because the Swiss government doesn't, doesn't borrow that much, is actually quite, their uh, debt to GDP is below 50%. Mm-hmm. So they had to go and buy other things. They, they decided to buy FANG stocks. So with the NASDAQ being down 30%, in the last 12 months or so, their balance sheet is suffering, mm-hmm. uh, not just because interest rates are going up and government bonds are going down, but because stocks are going down. But, yeah, I, I expect these central banks uh, to have to, yeah, well, there's a few things they can do. The, the One is letting the price of gold go up because they a lot of them hold gold, and that would uh, reliquify their balance sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or the other option, which I think would be very politically difficult, is for the treasuries in these different countries to make uh, the central banks whole. But that would mean taxpayers uh, covering losses for central banks.
0: Oh, you say make themselves whole. How so?
1: Well, like uh, late last year in the UK, the UK treasury sent 11 billion to the Bank of England because they had 11 billion in losses on their balance sheet so the taxpayer funds that mm. uh, i'm not sure if uh, that's going to go down well with, yeah. with the public though
0: yeah I, I yeah that'd be a far stretch there because i would imagine before we get to that point they're going to try to ride out this current wave of just allowing their balance sheet to go negative until some type of next event i always based upon prior events look look forward to some type of unforeseen event just like you know the health situation came about with repo mark for the bank. We know you know we know all the sequence
1: yeah, did you notice recently we've had this uh, in the U.S. this week, we had that uh, FAA uh, glitch. fight situation, yeah. Cyber yeah. situation. Yeah. Uh, and then in the U.K. we had the Royal Mail International. Uh, cyber. Royal yeah, Mail. Yeah, cyber attack. You know, it, it looks like they might be preparing us for Klaus Schwab's uh, cyber pandemic. <laughs> and uh, believe it or not, when I heard about the Royal Mail thing, I, I thought, oh, they're going to blame the Russians. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, today I saw an article saying that the cyber attack on the Royal Mail was Russian-linked. So mm-hmm. they, they can always use an excuse. Uh, yeah. Taiwan as well is back in the... There's a lot of saber-rattling uh, mm-hmm. that the U.S. military in Japan, they've done the most exercises along with the Japanese mm-hmm. uh, forces in the mm-hmm. years. Uh, in, you know, because of Taiwan, they think that China wants to uh, invade Taiwan. And I think the Japanese, uh, they're
0: starting to spend a lot on their military as well. Yeah. So we have. <laughs> so it just seems like, you know, we're only 13 days into the new year. And based upon all this debt issues, as well as the political chaos happening here, uh, that we're probably drawing near to some type of event headed to the spring. And so, as of right now, with the Fed all their jaw boning, uh, anticipating a quarter, you no, know, it used to be a half, but now it's a quarter percent. Oh, no,
1: it used to be three quarters. Do you remember they did three, three quarters? In February, no, they did last year, they did a lot of rate hikes of 0. 0.75, correct? So, four. and then they lower it to 50 the last one, correct? Now they're already talking about uh, uh 25 in, in February, yeah,
0: yeah, and so the 25. Being set up for being the being the the, the last one and during this cycle and then that pause or whatever uh, takes place and so uh, yeah well, they, they could do uh, they
1: I think they might do a couple of twenty uh, fives that's what they're probably looking to do yeah
0: a of, so that's gonna take us to what five and a half give or take four, yeah four and a half to five yeah something four and a half like to five that. and then we'll see what happens and it's always that lagging. But then again, with the CPI figures coming out right now at six point six, which was a relative surprise, uh, and so do you see? I guess the next, whenever the next CPI figures are come out, based on the current trajectory, will it be beneath the current rate if we are at five at that time? And yeah, you know, they say four four is you know something. Yeah, we, we could
1: we could get to a point where the uh, Fed funds rate is uh, pretty much the same as the uh, CPI rate. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you uh, look back at uh, the 70s, um, Paul Volcker had to let rates go to 20% mm-hmm. in order to stop the inflation. And at the time, the inflation rate uh, or the CPI was 13%. So that was a positive 7%. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think getting back to like flat, you know, in terms of CPI and uh, the Fed funds rate yeah. is going to do anything in the long term, in the short term, I think uh, people will be cheering and saying, "Yeah, the Fed's, you know, mission accomplished," mm-hmm. so to speak. A bit like, a yeah, Bush. but that's the
0: thing. Like mission accomplished, as well. Still, well, be, it'll still be well beyond their uh, 2% mandate, oh, two percent mandate. You know, what three, I'm saying? Yeah. and so and
1: I think uh, Wall Street and the mainstream economists and the people at the Fed know that if they try to get the CPI or PCE back to two percent, mm-hmm. it's going to cause a huge problem for the markets for the economy so they're trying to uh say that oh we have to uh basically uh, be happy with three to four percent uh cpi or inflation and uh but if you think about that four percent over over a decade of 15 years you the value of your purchasing power is having you know so yeah that's what they're gonna probably do and uh And uh, people are going to be, up. you know, they've cut the inflation uh, in half, but it's still the the inflation is still there. It's still growing. If they really wanted to cut all the inflation they created, I would say the CPI needs to go deeply uh, negative for Mm -hmm. many years, but they're not going to do that.
0: Yeah, that's deflationary in nature, and that's not going to happen. Uh, that'll ruin that I completely ruined the whole Ponzi scheme of an expansion of the monetary system.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the
0: Ponzi scheme, you need to keep the money uh, coming in.
1: And actually talking about Ponzi schemes, I-, I don't know how many of you have Netflix, but I highly recommend uh, Madoff, The Monster of Wall Street. Uh, okay. It's a really good documentary. I watched it this week, mm-hmm. and it reminded me very much of the uh, our monetary system, because he he used to like tell his big clients when they wanted to get money out he would say oh if you take your money out i will never let you invest again you know he tried to keep people from taking the money out
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it reminds me of our, our system you know they try to keep you in that in that game and he was the same <laughs> and and the thing is people say uh, well, but the fiat currency dollar has been going for a long time; mm-hmm. it never collapses. But um, Madoff's uh, Ponzi started actually, if you watch that, started back in the early '60s. So it, really? it went on for uh, like forty-six
0: years. So and all the regulators knew about it. All the SEC,
1: the uh, SEC dropped the ball massively. Uh-huh. He was they were warned since 2000 by a guy called Markopoulos. He worked for uh, like a hedge fund in, in Boston. Uh-huh. He tried to warn them several times. Uh, J.P. Morgan, they could have warned the SEC because there are billions of dollars uh, flowing through his uh, personal account or the uh, Madoff uh, uh, company account with J.P. Morgan. But yeah, J.P. Morgan was fined two billion for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I highly recommend people watch that if they if
0: they can. Interesting. interesting. So somebody in the chat mentioned about uh, <laughs> the, the Davos meeting. <laughs> so, yeah, we're definitely uh, I saw a couple of interesting higher uh, thoughts on that about uh, what was being discussed uh, there. And, of course, it's all about the World Economic Forum's agenda. Yeah, I
1: think it's starting next week, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so some of the, I guess, the, the pre-talk is, is very interesting, with things you're going to be talking sure. about.
1: And, and uh, even the Swiss Army, uh, they're going to be brought in, 5,000 uh, yeah. soldiers. The, yeah. uh, I'll tell you an interesting thing about the Swiss Army. Uh, when you're in Switzerland, uh, everyone that, when they turn, I think, is 18, mm-hmm. uh, they have to serve in, in the Army. For until I think it used to be until they're 50, and, and you go uh every year for two weeks. Uh, so it, you know, almost every Swiss it's like the militia, every Swiss uh, male is mm-hmm. part of the army. Yes, there are some exceptions, but uh, it's interesting that they have to bring 5,000 soldiers, uh, they must be worried about something, right? What exactly are you people, protecting I
0: mean, yourself from?
1: Oh, I think it's because uh, people have woken up to the world economic forum mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. maybe 5 10 years ago people couldn't care less but uh, people know what they're all about now
0: yeah very true very true um so let's see let's uh, look at the those activity a little bit uh since we were in the green it looks like so we got 1940 so it looks like based upon all the ac- all the all the eras of the monetary policy and fiscal policy around the world is a rush into physical right now and i think this oh, yeah. year we're just starting
1: yeah the central banks last year bought the most gold since mm-hmm. 1967 and uh i saw rafi noted uh, yesterday rafi farber that uh someone uh bought a uh, january futures on comex for gold mm-hmm. which is usually you don't do that because you only do that if you want to take delivery but they took the delivery it was two hundred and fifteen million dollars worth of gold, and, and uh, they don't like uh, doing deliveries on Comex. Uh-huh. But it must have been someone you know with a lot of uh, money. You know they w- didn't want to uh, piss the big client off. But the the thing that I'm noticing as well, and I'll, I'll uh, I talked to you about this uh, earlier, and I'm gonna share this. Uh, hold on, where is it? Is that? the same thing is happening with uh hold on mike <laughs> wow. that's you know the it's not only going up uh with the uh, against against the dollar gold mm. it's also with other against other currencies and uh, i follow of course the the british pound price of gold quite closely so you can see here uh sorry about that so there you go uh this is a chart going back to 2013 mm-hmm. and, uh this is a weekly chart so it's 5 20 p.m here in london so it looks like we're going to have the highest weekly closing ever so it's just about breaking out And, and also uh uh can you see this one is this the euro now let's see let me share the euro price hold on and the same thing has happened to the euro but maybe uh uh, Let me uh, share the other one. Get the euro. So there you go. There, there's the euro. Euro is also uh, seventeen seventy. It's above this seventeen fifty level, and uh, I spoke about earlier. You know that uh, Americans, uh, and it's only because the dollar has been like uh, the the top dog. They Care less about other currencies, and I understand that. But now currencies are becoming more and more important, and I think what that's showing is that gold is going up. Not be yeah, partly because the dollar is looking weaker, mm-hmm. but it's going up against all other currencies. Right, and, um, which means it's a a currency move. It's not a move about inflation right now. It's a move right. about people getting away from paper and going yeah. into the, the money of kings
0: <laughs> right and speaking of which here's the uh dollar uh the dixie as of right now it's uh you know trending down what it looks like and so we're at 102 right now from a yeah. peak of 114 what was that back in back in octoberish yeah so it peaked yeah september 23rd so uh confidence man confidence is mean and people need to run for safety, fight to safety. We're witnessing a global fight to safety into still tangible. Of course, money has always been and will always be. And so, it's interesting how this week, where just based upon the little bit of news we got, uh, there was a rally, and I call it a fake rally uh because even cryptos decided to you know catch a little bit. And there's a lot of excitement. And so, clearly, to me, that's not a genuine movement, just because you know, the CPI figures came out a little bit low. So all of a sudden now it's a reversal in the, you know, the equities market yeah, like, uh, come on now, something is up.
1: Well, uh, you know, the CPI number was pretty much in line, but mm-hmm.
0: like you said, uh, the stock
1: market seems, doesn't have that wind behind it. You know, you, you get a, a rally one day and the next day it goes down or even intraday, you see a rally and then it fizzles out. Uh, I think the same trend we had last year of uh, the stock market not doing well and then uh, commodities doing well is going to continue uh bonds are the only thing that are doing well right now but
0: uh government bonds but uh, mm-hmm. i don't think that's going to be very uh long-lived yeah i wouldn't put my hope and confidence in those things and so especially with the overall investment strategy last year being the worst for the uh 60 40 split like that's not yeah. going to improve no time soon so uh yeah invest at your own risk if you're playing games in those part departments there all right what we got here we got a couple more times I think I do we can probably pull up a couple more uh but if not we can get to some questions I'm curious to hear mm. what else is happening out there let's get to some questions and uh sure let's see so what here. for those who are tuned in if you haven't already hit the thumbs up button but then feel free yeah. to throw out some thoughts questions or whatnot N- on- Niels Han Dynasty why do you think Poland
1: supports Russia now? Uh, yeah, I I mean, I haven't been following too much the geopolitical situation. Um, I think though Ukraine is like, uh, situation doesn't look good for them. And, um, I I saw that, uh, they're going to train the Ukrainians to, to, to use the, uh, is it the Patriot missiles, but it's going to take like three months to train them. But I think by then it's going to be too late, uh, and maybe Poland is, uh, you know, I take you, maybe Poland is switching sides because they they know that Russia is gonna is gonna be, uh, you know, come up, come out on top. And I'm not being pro Russian or anti Russian, I'm just looking at uh, the
0: facts. Speaking of which, here's a uh, um, support of uh, supporting Ukraine and that whole narrative. It looks like if I can get my mouse going here, I want to share something with you real quick, and then Chris will get to your question. Uh, it says Canada to buy 406 million surface-to-air missile system for Ukraine, and what's interesting about this is they don't even have the they don't even have the type of system themselves. <laughs> so the <laughs> country of Canada <laughs> does not have a air missile system. Huh? Are they going to buy it from the Russians? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, I saw this, uh, and one of the points was that Canada themselves don't even have one of these systems, but they're buying one for Ukraine. And so I thought that was, uh, you know, comical in nature. But anyway, uh, it's Chris, let's get to your question, man. I appreciate it. It says, at what point will the true price start to show for precious metals with the constant drain of the comics and LBMA? Thanks. Great question. So and that piggybacks on a question I wanted to ask you, uh, a Mario, reference to what you said about Rafi. And so he it said it's not typical for people to take out such large orders for withdrawal purposes in January. And so if that is the case now with one already occurring this current month, say if with one in February and start picking up, could that then be the uh, excuse they would need to re- re- rewrite the rules of the game and say that we're no longer doing physical deliveries, only cash settlements or something like that? And, and also to Chris Quest as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, they could definitely change the rules, but they will lose all credibility um, mm-hmm. because – even though, uh, and I worked in the futures markets, not just in uh, precious metals, but government bonds and other things. And very rarely did clients take delivery of bonds or, or, or gold or silver. One time I asked my boss, oh, because we had a big a client that liked to trade gold and silver. And I said to the guy, uh, why don't you think about taking delivery? Uh, and I uh, talked to my boss and he said, oh, don't even think about it. So uh, the comex is more of a mechanism to control the price so yes if we see next week we're still in january you can still we could go to comex and buy a january future and demand delivery mm-hmm. all we need is uh you know a hundred and ninety thousand dollars because the, mm-hmm. the contract is a hundred ounces mm-hmm. uh, i say all we need but yeah <laughs> they probably wouldn't deliver it to like uh Someone, you know, a retail client. But uh, my my feeling is that this is like a a big, uh, a hedge fund or someone a wealthy, high net worth individual that did that. Mm-hmm. So, but it might lead to a uh, Comex changing the rules, like you said, if, mm-hmm. it, if it if it becomes a big thing. If people keep doing that every day until the end of January, which I haven't seen, but uh, they could do it in February as well, mm-hmm. when the February contracts becomes uh, the what they call the
0: spot contract. Mm. so i would anticipate more of that type of activity happening than not especially as more uh central banks as well as you know investors look to get into the physical uh you know and get out as all papers paper crap yeah. so
1: because yeah. someone who's got like i don't know a couple of billion dollars there's quite a few people with that they're mm-hmm. not going to go to their local coin shop <laughs> they're gonna go to comex and 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 take it there it's much uh much more convenient Yeah. Um,
0: Here's a uh, here's a question. Here uh, says, "Question: If you could have anyone from history on your show, who would it be, and what would be your main question?" <laughs> <laughs> so that's I just you know who could I who, I'll turn it to who would I want to interview? <laughs> so uh, who would I want to interview? Uh, ooh, we um anyone from history? Who? Let me think on that one. Mario, anybody come to mind? Anybody you would want to interview? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, <laughs> that's a stumper right there. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um, pagan warrior. I'll try to come back to that one just cause I got to put some thoughts it. So maybe something to come in a minute. I don't uh, know. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, uh, it,
1: it could be anyone. It could be just a common person, you know, and, uh, you interviewed them someone back in the early thirties and you asked them about the gold confiscation, something like that. And what they thought. If they yeah. you know if they realize that it was such a huge step is you know in the long term for us, yeah. Or uh, yeah, something like that. I guess you could pick like a famous individual from history, <laughs> like Napoleon or Abraham Lincoln, or <laughs> I or got who,
0: it, Mario. Yeah. I got who who uh I would I would definitely interview Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know that like I would love to have him on the show. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> be, well, what you're asking, Matt, are you
1: long silver?
0: <laughs> <laughs> my biggest question would be, you know, in the millennial reign, during that thousand year period here on the earth, when he is established as the actual physical king, you know, what it will be the monetary system? What will we be using those silver or some type of other? So that would be one of my first questions. You know, it doesn't matter in, in this period, but, you know, for the next, it definitely does matter. All right. Um. Somebody says Janet Yellen. Uh, Hagen <laughs> says question: Silver. Question: As silver is money and use more, in, can you see silver ever being priced more than gold? Mm, uh, not really. Not. I, I always I always wonder about the ratio. Like I hear people say that we could actually get to a one to one ratio price wise, but for silver being more priced more in dollar terms, especially, I just yeah. I don't see it.
1: Uh, anything's possible, but uh, for the last uh, couple of thousand years, uh, gold uh, has always had uh, more value than, than silver, i.e. you you can always get more than uh, a gram of silver with a gram of gold or an ounce of gold. Mm-hmm. It could get near to one. I mean, historically, I think the the ratio has been around 15 or 16 to one yeah so we're definitely undervalued now uh silver i would say and i think silver there's the saying that gold is the money of uh, kings and silver is the money of gentlemen so i I think it's a thing still silver um i wouldn't uh write it off
0: yeah yeah here's uh uh norm says i think the u.s is using taiwan as an excuse to invade when china announces their gold-backed currency (laughs) well I, I think
1: it's probably also an excuse to cut off the Chinese from their uh, foreign reserves like they did with the uh, with the Russians. So, and I think that's why the Chinese are starting to buy gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Chinese have, oh, uh, have, have nine hundred billion in treasuries. The Russians had four hundred billion in foreign reserves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's an excuse also. I think it's also very strategic. To, yeah. Because if uh, China takes over Taiwan, they control that sea sea passage there to the Straits of Malacca, which is, and then to the Indian Ocean, and you know who he who controls the sea uh, the sea routes controls mm-hmm. the world, so to speak. And the Americans are still controlling that, you know, yeah. the U.S. Navy and even uh the the small royal navy that we still have here in the uk is part of that
0: Mm. so while you're talking i thought i had a thought in reference to that question i pulled up an article here about that this is from um this is from last year in october it Mm. says october 29 but says russian china may be preparing new gold-backed currency but expert assures us dollar safest currency today
1: Yeah, I think uh, I remember that. That was, uh July 2022?
0: Yeah, so he initially mentioned, so I think in June. Where, where they initially was, uh, where where was,
1: let's have a look where gold was then, because that guy said the dollar is the place to be, right? Yeah. Uh, where was it in July? Uh,
0: Let me get it up here, too.
1: Um, oh, yeah, it, it was at 17 it was trading around 17 1750. so yeah that's someone who doesn't understand money i would say even though he's called an expert <laughs>
0: <laughs> so here so here we have uh
1: current like this this is yeah. the last year july and there you go it was trading around 1700
0: mm-hmm. so uh yeah but uh yeah we got a little ways to go but it's trending up that's for, for sure all right, what else we got here? Let's get some more questions. Uh, ask when people throw silver into the street so I can be ready. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, my goodness. Are things, it says, are things getting better? Uh, better in reference to what, Ed? Overall, um, I would say it all depends on your particular situation. Yeah. And like, you're, just, you know, so like I speak in reference to the financial sector when it comes to the current Activities surrounding metals, I'm extremely excited for this year when it comes to metals and possibly even some little bit in the crypto space. But on a political front here in America, I am more concerned because we got the debt ceiling debacle coming up and our country's never been more divided that I'm aware of and DC is about to be a crap show because the house and Senate is about to completely just, yeah, the government's going to be a government shutdown. It's all types of chaos coming. So, I mean, it depends on what you mean by get better. So,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, on an individual basis, you can always uh, do well. My, even my- There's chaos if you are on the, doing the right thing. And I think that's how we should view things. Am I saying that we shouldn't try to uh, expose what's going on? Of course, but I I think uh, trying to uh, accumulate gold and silver and not feeding the beast is a good way as well. And I know we're only a few thousand people, but if we get the message out, it becomes harder and harder because I know it was Alan Greenspan who said this, but he said, you know, uh, gold and sound money is the enemy of statists. And that's the problem right now. Government is too big, not just in the U.S., but in the U.K., in Europe. So, if, if we uh, get this message out there of sound money, I, I think it's a good way of uh, going going about it. Uh, because a lot of times, if you try to go directly against your enemy, they they'll crush you. You know, right. they'll, they'll turn you off, and they'll
0: eliminate you. So. Right. <laughs> And and speaking of which, this is off off topic, but uh, it was one of the subjects of things getting better. But at this current moment, it could be too late for not the majority, but a small minority. And this happens to be around, uh, you know, the BBC article or BBC video you shared about how more people in the professional realm, even experts are now speaking out, suggesting that uh, experimentations are causing the problems. Yeah, and, so and even
1: uh, the big thing about this is that the BBC has let him on, mm-hmm. which is a big thing, because yeah. BBC is like the British uh, brainwashing corporation. Right, and <laughs>
0: usually in, in times past, they would usually censor stuff like that and oh, cancel it. they wouldn't so, have one. We'll see. And, and another thing could be, which you know, take a take, make of it what you may, but you know, with the House of Representatives talking about abolishing the IRS uh yeah was I, going to be <laughs> I,
1: I don't think that they they might get it through the house but unfortunately not i think it's uh they want to like undo those eighty seven thousand irs agents that they want to abolish it but uh I, I don't
0: think it will go through the senate and it, even they if won't. it
1: went through the senate uh uh Brandon would like V. He already it. said,
0: yeah. I saw today Biden Biden he is, is dead on arrival if it was to get to him, but the Senate yeah. already shot it down. But yeah. uh somebody mentioned more so it's not about abolishing the IRS, but it's more so showing how democratic democratic agenda is more taxation rather than easing the people's pain, especially at this current moment. Oh yeah. Uh, of all the uncertainty in the economy. And then speaking of which, uh you you shared that um uh, this right here, on the, I'll share with you about that. You guys probably more STEMI checks or UBI coming soon. Let me uh, grab this real quick here. Uh, uh, Jeremy Hunt.
1: Yeah, he's the- Talking uh,
0: about supporting families.
1: <laughs> yeah. he Oh, yeah. He's the uh, equivalent of
0: the Secretary of the Treasury, the Chancellor, yeah and so this is talk about the need to provide 3500 support for every household over the next year and uh, y- next year and next and so like this type of talk here it could just shows how much government is literally trying to talk the narrative of fighting inflation but then again they're doing everything they need to continue yeah, to the monetary supply. Right.
1: Yeah it's quite it's quite Orwellian because he he says oh we're going to have inflation and then he says, we're going to give every household three and a half thousand pounds every year, which is inflation.
0: So, so uh, yeah, that is uh, what we should expect more of agendas to promote stuff like that. Uh, 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 Carlos, we, Garcia,
1: oh, sorry. i missing. Go ahead, no, go ahead.
0: Carlos, what we got? He's
1: got a question maybe, uh, or he, is this a comment he's maybe they, they need an event.
0: I, I shut it down for two weeks that goes against real assets. Um, maybe they well, they, they could do that, you know. Uh, they lock us
1: down, they, they shut the internet, and then everything uh comes back online in two weeks. And the gold price is like double what it is now. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't got it now, you know, it, it would be very difficult to get it then.
0: Yeah, what else we got here? Uh, listens to me, I said gold is going nuts. What's going on? <laughs> uh gold is going nuts is it something happening right now let me check that uh, out
1: we're near the highs of the day we're at 1915 the high has been 1917. i i mean it's about time it goes nuts yeah uh, i mean there's an old saying in the markets people used to say oh why is this going up mm-hmm. <laughs> and the answer would be well there's more potential buyers than sellers <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. the, there's always the same amount of buyers and sellers. But the reason that something goes up or down is that there's more people willing to buy or to sell. But uh, I think uh, joking aside, the I think what uh, the rise in gold, well, gold has risen about $300 since the low, like uh, late last year at 16, mm-hmm. 15. Yeah. And I think it's because we've seen the Fed go from raising rates by 75 basis points mm-hmm. to they're probably just going to do 25 in a few weeks. And uh, the ECB and the Bank of England's other central banks, they're still, like, raising by 75 or 50. So, yeah, yeah that has gone, gone from being the most hawkish central bank to becoming less hawkish. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons the dollar and gold, dollars weakening
0: in gold is uh, going up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, pay close you know, attention. Here. More things are happening. What is that?
1: Neil says gold at 1924. While you're looking at the futures, there, Neil, uh, the spot price is actually trading at 1916. So yeah, you, so the spot price is like the price that for immediate
0: delivery or one day. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'm looking forward to the day when I see thirty dollars silver again. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's when I'll get. Beyond excited having a
1: time, but it's trying to break out now. It's trading at 2420. So it's up 1.78%. But it's like you said, it's still it should be more like uh thirty or forty dollars at least. Yeah. So the thing is uh you can't like here in the UK, uh the price of silver is around twenty pounds, but you can't Mm -hmm. buy silver for twenty pounds, you gotta pay a lot right And I think the same thing goes in the States. You can get some, some stuff at like a 10% premium, but a lot of it is pretty high premium. I don't know. What have you you seen? Right.
0: The lowest I've seen is 10, 10%. And that's just on some, some, some basic, you know, just generic silver in general, uh, Eagles premiums. I, I don't, I bought no Eagles in a minute, but they were, you know, 75, 80%, you know what I'm saying? Easy. And so, remember, silver, silver, Sunday is thirty dollars. So, so yeah. So other than that, it don't really matter what, what how much it is. I'm still gonna buy it anyway. Yeah. So that's one of the things irrelevant at this current moment. But at some point, it will be very nice. Uh, last week, went back in time. Okay, here's a here's another from Pager Warrior. It says, last week you went back in the time. This week, go forward. What one thing you would bring into the bring into bring in to hopefully make the future better? What's one thing you would bring into and to hopefully make the future better? Sound money. <laughs> I would uh, definitely uh address our governance crisis. you know, like at the heart of everything. Every all governments around the world are conspiring against American or against their people right now. Yeah. I would but, do something uh, to yeah. Rat them people out, expose them. You know, we gotta see some people try for <laughs> treason, you know what I'm saying? Like they, we gotta see some justice of some kind in this life, is yeah. what I would work towards if it's possible. But yeah, that's just me. Uh, I, I don't are,
1: even think it's just government though it's also the big corporations they're working together right
0: you know right. Klaus
1: Schwab calls it the uh, public-private partnership and uh, or you know the, he uh, he uses another word as well but uh, you know uh, even if uh, governments for example aren't able to pass laws that we don't want to follow corporations mm-hmm. will they they will impose it on, on you. Right. And, uh, yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, they have a lot to answer for because they're not supposed, uh, you know, corporations shouldn't be involved with government. Right. You know, that, that's the definition of uh, corporate, corporatocracy or if you or fascism, even.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I don't see more questions. will uh, have 45 minutes. All right. We can get ready to wind up, I guess. Um looking ahead, we have we're almost halfway through the month. What are some things of course other than the Fed, you know, next month, anything else brewing on the horizon people should pay attention to that you could think of? Yeah, keep well, an eye on the Davos situation. But anyway, yeah, go ahead.
1: yeah, keep an eye on the Bank of Japan, you know, and the Japanese uh, bond yields mm-hmm. you, can, you can find the bond yields there by going to investing.com. And you go into the bond markets and world got government bonds, and you can keep track of the JGBs, what they're doing. And if the ten-year JGB is above zero point five, mm-hmm. uh, you can bet that there will be trouble in all the other markets.
0: Mm. Yeah. So speaking of which, I just I was looking at it before we went live. So, um, so yeah, yeah we yeah, have. So we I think that. next Wednesday as well. They're having yeah. uh, some type of emergency meeting or some type of meeting to address yeah. this. So we'll, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. I
1: mean, uh, overnight, you know, from Thursday to Friday, that rate went up to 0.56, which is a no, no and the bank of Japan had to step in
0: and buy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause they'll basically counterfeit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, all right, people. Um, well, other than that, weekend's coming up itself. So stay out of trouble. Do the best you can for the moment. of course, find ways to love on people to so continue to be generous. You know, this is a good time. A lot of people might be going through some some going through things. So find a way to be a blessing. Uh it'll do you some good, I believe. But yeah. all right, Mr. Mario, as always, good to connect with you. And uh, we'll be back at it next week. Same time, same place, Lord will it? Other than that, see you guys later. Peace.